This podcast is brought to you by Upcase. Want to become the sort of developer top rail shops like ThoughtBot fight over? Join Upcase today to get the pro training, insider knowledge, access to ThoughtBot developers, and a community of like-minded learners you need. Hone core skills like Vim, Tmux, Git, and Rails by visiting upcase.com slash half off to get 50% off your first month of Upcase. Let's get that junior out of your title and start leveling up today with Upcase. I also like right now I'm like you've pumped me up. I want like the Rocky theme music. Hey, this is Tentative, the show about product design. I'm Kyle Fiedler and with me is the ever so cheery Ryder Lemonden from the ever so cheery Stockholm. The thing that you wanted to talk about today was was tools for giving design feedback. Yeah. That is basically what what I will be doing today. And it's going to involve complaining, I think. A lot of complaining. Like almost anything else in life. Is there <laughs> any topic we can talk about without not finding something to complain about? Rainbows. Peanut but- butter, maybe? Peanut butter. There you go. Although I like I can almond complain. butter better. What's that? Almond butter. Almond butter? Oh, okay. Uh, I haven't tried that yet, I think. But to go back to design feedback tools, I think um, one of the things that we run into as a distributed design team is that we try to collect feedback when working on things, client things or internal things. And, um, well, obviously, like, the best way would be just to get your the closest like designer colleague uh, and have them look at the work over your shoulder but that's not always an option and um, a lot of well that and also it would be more interesting to get feedback from more people uh, even if they they're not in the same office it's also yeah for for some of those tools it's nicer to get feedback in one in one place in one place and recorded as opposed to when you're in person, you like have to take down notes or whatever it is. So that's true, and you have also to say the same thing to every person, especially the sort of <laughs> things like, let's pretend that this button works, and let's pretend that when you click it, a popover comes up. Nothing of that, of course, works, but you have to say that sentence every time you show that to someone. Right. Uh, so yeah, those tools solve the, these, or at least they're supposed to solve this problem. So here's the design. Here's the context. Here's what I'm looking for feedback uh, about or for. I hope this makes sense, at least for explaining what we're going to talk about. Because if it doesn't, then it's it's a it's a waste of time. Well, people just delete the episode. Yeah. At any rate, the tools that I've tried that are like that are RedPen, Envision, Relay.io, and... What's the last one? There's one more. I do not know, actually. No, no, I, yeah. I, I, At any rate, that one, uh, I'll remember it halfway through. Uh, the, all of them have their, their positives and all of them have their negatives. Uh, I don't know if you, like, want to run down, like, for us, like, or at least for me, there, there's been, the problem is getting remote feedback especially since i'm in an office by myself like you said a lot of times it's easy to pull someone over to look at your design um, but since i'm in the office by myself it's a lot harder apparently you're not by yourself i hear some noises 
they're doing construction above me. All right. Um, so as a sole designer, getting feedback from the other designers in other offices is super important. And none of those tools do exactly what I want them to do. Obviously. Otherwise, <laughs> our lives would have been a lot easier. Right. Uh, the closest for me uh, is, is Red Pen. And, and what Red Pen is, is you upload a screenshot and people can comment and there are threads of comments and you can comment on specific parts of the actual screenshot. I think, it, yeah, I think it's very important that you can pinpoint two things. Right. Because like any tool that does not have its features, I think immediately discarded from from the list, right? Right. The last tool that I can't remember is one, one of the tools that you can't, you actually can't comment on the image. Like I actually think Dropbox allows you to comment on an image as a whole too, which would actually be super nice. But like being able to pinpoint exactly what part of the design that you're talking about is super important from, from my standpoint because it reduces a barrier of conversation of like that thing over there at the top left that has, you know, the red color, you need to do this, this, and this to it. And it reduces that to just like putting a dot on an image or on a website yeah. and saying, hey, this red color needs to be brighter or less saturated, and also, whatever it is. And also it's smudge free. What's smudge free? It means like you don't get smudges on your screen <laughs> when, when people try to point out things point. in person. I just, that, that freaks me out. Uh, is that, is that one of the, the jobs to be done is yeah, it's, it's a feature when getting feedback. I, I don't want, I mean, smudging my screen companies so like, that I have a nice clean screen. Yeah. I think you can totally put those as competitors to companies who sell like uh, screen cleaning, like <laughs> things, uh, these tools, they allow you to, yeah. Um, anyways, I think that's a really important feature and, um, uh, the other thing that I wanted just to say is that these things need to be private because like there are tools that are public and I'm, uh, I remember there was one with a, is it honey, Huni? I don't, I can't pronounce it. It's H U N I E. It's like a dribble, but for providing feedback, uh, I used it a couple of times. Uh, it works exactly like these, but it's public. So you put your design and you get random people uh, talking about it. In our case, we want that also like to be private, of course. Like how many times you're working on stuff that you can just show to the word and get feedback about? Not not a lot, uh, unless it's a personal project or something like that. Um, mm. And also have you should have team management because like we're a company. Yeah. That, so that was one of the big issues that I did have with uh, Red Pen that they've somewhat fixed. Team and pro project management, um, both of too. them are, are important. And Red Pen has fixed the team management thing where before you couldn't actually remove people from your team. That seems like an oversight. Right. They, they allow that now which is super nice, but now they still have, so they have their plans, they're great, they have their per project. And when I add someone to the team, to the ThoughtBot team, they can create their own project. And unless they add the, 
the Ralph account, which is uh, the master account. Um, yeah. The Ralph robot account. I can't archive their project. So it remains as a project in the ThoughtBot team and it like pushes us from at times not needing to either upgrade or not using the app. Um, yeah. Which is somewhat unfortunate. So like the easy thing to do is just have everyone add Ralph robot so that, you know, when we do get to that point, everyone can log into that account and just archive. Uh, Maybe we're, that is... do you think we're not the target audience? Like these features to me seem like really important if we were the target audience. Potentially, I think you're right. I I think we are an abnormally large design team. Well, I wouldn't say that. I think most product companies have design teams that are probably larger than most big product companies. I think they have usually a lot of designers. I wonder though how they... Cause product teams will be separated into different parts of the product, right? Right. Do they consider themselves one cohesive design team or is it the, like on Facebook, is it the feed design team and the ads design team? Like maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know about that, but, I, but I don't, I don't see that this is actually the lack of these features will not make anything easier for these companies. Like either, if you see what I mean, it's like, yeah, being able to to remove members, remove projects seems to me like a very basic thing to have. Right. But I mean, it's it's we're we're not trying here to criticize uh, what's out there. We're trying basically to define what we actually look for and how much of of that is actually met by the, what's available out there. Do you want to talk about? There was a a time where we actually started trying to think of building our own is that something we can talk about on the podcast or is it off limit <laughs> no no i think we can talk about it All we right. were thinking about building our own and I, I i assume that that's still a thought the tool that we were building was more for product design uh and instead of wait 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 this is this is a big statement <laughs> what do you mean was more for product design so a lot of the tools that we talked about up until this point, the the red pens, the envisions, well, maybe envision to a certain point, but the relay.io and it's it's wake that is the the one that I oh, okay. remember. Uh wake.io. The one with the squiggly um, blue line, I think, or like in the logo. Squiggly. squiggly. It's like a W that's very like cur- cursive. Fire no, room. it's a double W. It oh, looks okay. like waves. All right. Each of them comment on static images. In the case of Envision, you you can comment on on a flow, but they're still static images leading up to the flow. And you, I guess you can animate depending on like how much time you want to spend in in that Envision prototype. The idea for or the the concept for this app was that you would be able to comment on an actual website yeah. um, and do the same thing that you can do in Red Pen on an actual website. How does that make them more product focused? You're still commenting on I mean, I don't I don't quite get this distinction. Uh because you can comment on flows and how you can e- click through the website as opposed to just a static image. But how for instance can you say that my comment is about this specific transition? Like if you can just put comments on any page. 
What do you mean? Like, transition? Like you, you say you can comment about flow. You can also comment about flow in a, if someone provides you the entirety of screenshots in an, in an app, if you see what I mean, like the thing about being able to comment anywhere in the website to me more is like more like a downside than a, an upside. Cause like, I don't need feedback about everything. Like I have a feature I need to finish today and I want feedback about this specific thing. And I think red band and the like or screenshot image based tools do a better job at that because I can just focus on the area I want feedback on saves everyone time. Because like if, if I just put, put up like a stage and server, like, Hey, I need feedback. Like people will comment about different things. Some might pick typography, some might pick user flow. Uh, and you just end up with a lot of feedback, which is good, but doesn't help you immediately with what you're trying to achieve. Right. I think it, so it's been a while since we almost a year now or over a year now since we built the tool. And I think you're totally right. One of the things that we started off with for that was being able to state what you wanted to critique on. And to a certain point, you can upload a bunch of screenshots in RedPen, but it still doesn't give you the experience of navigating through a website. Yeah. Basically, you want a mix between Marvel and <laughs> a uh, feedback providing tool. Right. Essentially, what I want to do is be able to not have to continue. I also like the reason that we stopped building this and that we stopped thinking about it was twofold. One, the technical challenge to implementing it the way that we like I wanted it to be implemented okay. was the bar for it was super high. And I think the other part was that I think a lot of people agree with you that using images is at times a lot easier and versatile, more versatile. Like not, none of these tools, for instance, would be able to cover getting feedback about some animation unless right. I put it in an like animated GIF and upload it to the tool. I'm not sure if actually they support animated GIFs, but they should. I, I think. think I think Wake does. But again, Wake, you can't actually comment on certain points in the design as far as I know, unless they've they've implemented that more recently. Yeah, I think it's really um, important to have that feature. Right. Like even with that, you get sometimes lost in, in comments. Without, I wouldn't even imagine. Uh, it's also like when you go back over the design and you look, you're looking at the comments for what you need to change. It's a lot easier to like go back and look at where all the points are and, and go back to your design and, and like go back and forth between the comments and feedback and design and, and make those changes that you feel like you need to make. The other thing I think I, I, I wished I had when I worked with red pen was that when I, when I read the comments and I fix the thing, there's no way to mark them as resolved. As far as I recall, I think some tools might have that, but like say a check mark or a button that says this discussion here is resolved and whatever the next version uh, will be. Did, did, uh, did any of these tools like support versioning? Like as you upload new versions, red pen and envision support both versioning. I think envision, you can mark things as complete. Okay. So, Envision, the issue with Envision was that it's a huge tool. Yeah, it it's does not a lot. necessarily just for commenting. And they do a bunch of things. And for us, 
for us to pay for Envision, we would have needed to use it not just for commenting and feedback, but also for a lot of the prototypes that we do. And it also has other designer like features that I don't think as a team we would use. And not every designer here likes Envision as a prototyping tool. So to me, it was cost prohibitive. I think we've gone over the issues with Wake is specifically is just the fact that you can't comment on a specific point. If that the thing issue, is fixed, do you think that would be the most suitable for us? Potentially. Okay. Like, I think we'd have to go back uh, and take a look at it. The issues with Relay. Right. What is Relay? Was it the thing where you can actually do comments from Slack or actually it pipes them back to Slack? Yeah, it pipes like them into Slack which at first I thought was really nice. And then once you get like more than a couple people reviewing a design, it gets super noisy really quick. Yeah. And it's hard to follow the feedback in Slack. Yeah, I noticed it was a lot of nested comments. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, you actually can't nest comments. That was one of the other reasons is you can't have a conversation in Relay. You, In order to have a conversation, you would actually have to put another point next to one of the other points and like have a conversation that way. Oh, um, okay. Instead of like having a threaded conversation where you have the chance to kind of like go back and forth about your design decisions and why you made them. That was the biggest issue there is like you can make a point and add a comment. And once that was done, you can't like reply to that comment. Yeah. So we had those two issues the nice thing about Relay, though, was that, like as soon as you upload an image to Slack, it automatically gets added to Relay. So there's no, I mean, I guess it's similar to some of the other tools. The the, the barrier to upload is, is super low on all of them. I, I, I don't think Slack integration is something I want to have, to be honest. <laughs> like it's, it, I think there's a, a tendency now to pipe everything into Slack. But that that's only like effective to a certain point. Like after a while, it just becomes noise. And I prefer like having tools that I go to to do some specific tasks. So like putting, for instance, a link to a page to provide feedback is fine. But like piping all the feedback into Slack is, I think, is not a good idea because a lot of people are not interested in reading every bit of information that's in there. And also like it's it gets lost. It's uh, like even people who are interested might find it hard to keep up. And yeah, that's, that's, I think, I think it's a little bit of an overrated feature, I guess, of like integration with Slack. What I really want is just something like very simple. I think Red Pen really got that right in terms of simplicity, like mm-hmm. tap, write comment, send. And then when you get new comments, the, the, the dots start glowing. It's, it's very simple. I know. Uh, well, from what you said, that uh, team management was not great, and and uh, that's one of the reasons that we didn't use it as much as we do, uh, as we did. And right. uh, I pr- I personally I personally would like to see like also like a mark as resolved, just so that I can go through all the comments and resolve them as I work on it. But uh, right now, I think I I'm actually I I'm, I don't provide as much feedback as I used to, just because we've been changing tools so much. And I got burnt out of like like trying to figure out every time I've got to figure out a different tool. I was very comfortable with Red, with Red Band, but then stopped using it. And then we moved to other things. And yeah, the churn I actually agree. overcome me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Redpen fixed a bunch of the a lot of the issues that we had initially. So the, a lot of the team management things like kicking someone off, they're still like it's still a little buggy. But I think right now that's the tool that we've gone back to using. This brings me actually to this buggy part specifically. All of these tools are web based. I wonder if there is room for this kind of stuff on native apps, like a native app that still uses obviously HTTP to send stuff back and forth, but it would be instead of having to go to a website, you just have a native native app that does that. And I wonder, I guess obviously the cost is one reason why they don't, people don't do it. Like making it a web app is cheaper. Like if you make a Mac app, for instance, you'll have to also make a Windows app. Or maybe not. You know what? If people are using Windows, they, they shouldn't even get feedback. They don't deserve feedback. Uh, sorry, I do not mean to alienate our Windows user listeners. Uh, you're very nice people. And Windows 10 is actually nice. I used it yesterday. It's not as bad as previous versions. But it's cost prohibitive to make apps for a platform where your target audience is not using uh, and Windows is not what designers use these days. Uh, let's just be honest. There might be designers using Windows, but they're willingly putting themselves in the minority. Mm-hmm. But I think there is room for for a native app that does some, some kind of, of work like this. In fact, I just got an idea. I think we should build something like this. I mean, the hardest part would like would be... Not even the UI. I think the UI would be very straightforward. You have a canvas, you drop stuff into it, you drop comments. I think this is a problem that's not really hard to solve. Like, it doesn't involve audio, it doesn't involve video. It's putting comments on images or possibly even like dynamic things like a, maybe a prototype or something. But that, that gets it a little bit more complicated because, as we just said, it's hard to know what to provide feedback about. But the bugginess part, I think. I'm not saying that, again, I'm not saying that just because it's native, it's not going to have bugs. Of course it will. But I, I'm saying that like the fact that a lot of these are based on JavaScript uh, makes them a little bit more bug prone. Could be wrong, of course. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, a Mac app w- would certainly be interesting, especially because I assume then it would be easier to you know, capture something instead of what... like. I currently do, which is like either export out from Sketch or take a screenshot and upload it. I could essentially use that tool to just do that directly. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to talk about in this topic is that how do you typically provide feedback? Does it like uh, first in, first out? You just like, if someone is asking for feedback, you click on that link, you provide it right away, or you just like wait until the end of the day go over all the stuff that was posted and start like just going through it. I usually provide it when I see it. So when someone posts it in Slack, it's kind of like a pull request. I'll, as soon as they put it in and I see it, I'll go in there and provide feedback. Unless like I feel like there's been already a couple designers that have provided a bunch of feedback, I'll just close it and assume that they caught most of the stuff. Is this ideal? Like, is this how we want it to work? Or do we prefer something like email digests of like, today there has been this number of things that you might have, you might want to look at. 
and when they're resolved like if there's any feature that or resolved or closed because like there's no concept of closing right like once you put something there it just stays there and even if you ship it people can still keep adding feedback about that thing right, right? can archive projects in most of these most of these apps like the way that I want feedback is along those lines of like usually when I'm asking for feedback I'm at a point where like I want a list of things to do to improve and so like waiting even a day sometimes is too long I also don't know how we would do like a daily digest without someone having to actually pull that in I also don't think that people want that <laughs> I don't know if a daily digest would be most of the time it'll probably be empty because I don't think we ask for visual design feedback that often. Why? Uh, I don't know. Maybe because the tools suck. That could be it. <laughs> I do ask for feedback, but mostly I try to get closest designer to me. I think that happens a lot in most of our bigger offices. We're not a big um, office. We're technically two designers. Tr true. But still, that's, that's I mean... bigger than... That's double, double, yeah, double. <laughs> I think having that one more designer is a big step up from having none. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I usually go with that, and sometimes I post it. But I, I, to be honest, I stopped. Like what I would do, do now is just like take a screenshot, put it into Slack. Uh, it's very low, like overhead, and uh, it works. I mean, to, to a certain degree. Obviously, people who are not looking at Slack at that point, they will miss it. But I will take the couple of feedback I get over like all the headaches I have to go through right so are we happy with what we've got now and if the answer is no are we willing to think of how we can improve this space I am slightly happy with red pen and and the improvements that they've made and I'm hoping they'll continue to improve the app if you decided to make an app tomorrow and and it was less buggy than Red Pen and had some some team management and project oh, man. management. You don't you don't want to let me make an app like this because you know what I'm <laughs> gonna do? I'm just gonna ignore whatever feedback people provide. I'm gonna write an algorithm that provides feedback. Contrast here sucks. Bam, take that. Don't use this thing. Don't use Comic Sans. I will just detect that there is Comic Sans in that image. I'll just override all feedback there i'll just override it so what you're saying is you're going to build a tool that is like hound but it's for like hound. visual design feedback yes and by <laughs> by me it's like yeah read the limit and providing feedback <laughs> hound feedback for those that don't know hound is a tool that that we've made here at thoughtbot that comments on prs for style code style changes in the pr you know this idea is really good of bringing, bringing up <laughs> Hound. Like we could have a Hound for visual. Obviously it wouldn't be automated, but it would pipe in the feedback into the PR maybe. You know what? We're, we're into some really good ideas in this episode. This has been productive. <laughs> this is probably the most productive episode we had in a very long time. Like we're complaining, but at the same time we're, we're coming up with some good ideas. I feel like it's probably really boring for anyone outside of the bot. <laughs> Oh, that's that's fine. I mean, people who are working in this industry have these problems. I don't think it's a problem that only Thoughtbot has. Don't you agree? Like people who are working in any team, they 
obviously well yeah people working in a team of two designers they don't need this tool especially if they're in the same space but right. a lot of companies now are remote or distributed and these tools exist because there is a market for them i'm so my assumption there is that most of these tools fill the job 90 85 to 90% and that there's still at least for us there's still some room for improvement as far as what you're saying is like I do think that most critique and feedback is done in person. And honestly, we still do that in-person feedback as well in most of our offices. And I don't think that an online tool is going to replace the just come over here and let me know what you think kind of thing for teams that are in person. You know, what you're saying is true, but not entirely. Uh, because like I can 100% testify that uh, apps actually have been replacing real uh, life communication, even if the people are in the same room, especially if you look at teenagers, they're Snapchatting each other while they're sitting in the same room and they don't even talk, they don't look at each other. And I have seen this. Did you see the the BuzzFeed article? Yeah. I read that one, but, but yeah, I, all, all of my cousins are teenagers. So whenever I go so back... So you've already seen that? I've seen that already. Yeah. Oh. When I go see my parents, I definitely see uh, Snapchat in action. And uh, I can tell you that uh, basically the new generation are totally fine with using software over talking to others in real life. So if the software is good enough, then they would probably use it. I think we should just look at Snapchat and make like a, a tool like Snapchat, but for feedback, like just you just like screenshot. Where the feedback goes away after a little while. Exactly. Or the screenshot goes away. I think it's ten minutes or whatever. And I, <laughs> man, this is a great idea. Today is the day we're coming up with great ideas. Snapchat for for design feedback. Write that down right okay. now. Someone has to down. make this. Yep. Also, we shouldn't publish this episode. This is highly sensitive, sought after. <laughs> like ideas no so. we just have to have everyone that listens to it to sign an nda so yeah. oh in, yeah in in the show notes in we'll the show post notes. An NDA. <laughs> that's a very good idea yeah snapchat <laughs> really quick very low barrier of entry snap something post it people comment back i also enjoy the elevator pitch that we could do oh it's snapchat but for design feedback awesome right? i think this is Boom. we're onto something uh chad will be very pleased with this episode <laughs> Chad uh, is our CEO for people who do not know. I think we had a good talk. I think good we talk. should wrap up. Thank you for listening. Uh, this was Tentative episode 21. You can find the show notes on tentative.fm slash 21. Uh, leave us your feedback on Twitter at tentative.fm or hosts at tentative.fm. Uh, you can also rate us on iTunes. Uh, and if you like the show, please recommend it to your friends, and especially if you hate them. And uh, thank you again for listening. See you next time. See you next time.